0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, welcome to Mind Pump. This is the show that's a natural erection enhancer.
1: Yes, dude, that is my favorite. Yeah, dude, that is a yeah. great one. Yeah,
2: erection enhancer. And if you disagree, did I make up that <laughs> phrase? I don't know. If they get an erection from this, uh, I'm worried for them.
0: It's yeah. normal. It's normal to get an erection from my pump. <laughs> from
2: from your voice. No.
0: Well,
1: I wish we. I wish. I we, don't want.
0: I don't want to talk about it. But there was a study done. I wish. I, I
1: wish I had the stats for like how we could actually see every time a new person like joins on listening and what, every time we lose somebody. Because I'm just curious. <laughs> <how> <laughs> it happens it, like right in the beginning. Yeah, we think we're funny, right? And they also. <laughs> Like, like we lose, like, <laughs> hilarious idea. <laughs> we see like a chart, like a little chart. Oh shit,
0: we lost five. Hey, hey
1: what, what are we talking about today? What's going all on?
0: Right, so we're gonna do. Um, oh, we, I didn't introduce us. All right, so Salva Stefano, Adam Schaefer, yeah, and Justin Andrews. Boom. Okay, good. So because Adam, otherwise Adam will get on my shit about that.
1: Well, yeah. I, I dude I, I get to understand. There's somebody right now. Okay, and whoever you are. Tag us on Instagram. Tell Sal, Adam's right, right here. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody who was listening to this episode for their very first episode that they've ever listened to. In Nepal. To, and they're like, right? who the fuck am I listening so to right now? Like they obscure. have no idea if we have a guest. They have no idea if it's just this, the same three dudes. You have no idea. That's true. Yeah.
0: You're right. You're right. You're right on that one. All right. On, on that note, let's go into uh, a Q&A. God, these Q&As are popular.
1: Dude, we just had well, like
2: some explosion there. I love it. Yeah. you like what? The explosion is... Of- <laughs> So, <laughs> comments. So, <yeah. laughs> well, let's let's be. We're this talking is, about erections still. No. I mean, oh, I don't okay, know about
1: good. you. Uh, where, where are you guys? Because I know that we all uh, we all got excited when we decided we we're going to do this. But this is where this is the what I envisioned for this uh, all along is that I I couldn't wait till we got to a point where I actually had more than four people following us. Mm-hmm. You know, and they actually had some really good legitimate questions and good topics. The we same. T- yeah, we can't bring that up anymore. Uh, uh,
2: You're four listeners. Yeah, no, I
1: <laughs> We've got
2: a, we've got a, quite a few
0: now.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we got a yeah. lot now. So and and I think that that does part, that make you guys nervous? Us? That we have a lot,
0: yeah. That we have a lot of people listening to us. No. Well, I hope
1: that was a fucking plan from the beginning. I wasn't going to be sitting here recording with all this sh- equipment and shit and spending hours with you. Adam's climbing no talk- up right now, talking to
0: four people. Just gotta be careful
2: what we say. <laughs> huh?
1: Yeah, right. Just kidding. We don't give a shit. All we right. don't. No, but that's I think this is what I, we all kind of intended this for was to you know truly be able to help people. I mean, that's what's great about these podcasts is they're free. It's not uh, we're not charging anyone to do this or listen to this, but yet we have an uh, opportunity to affect thousands and thousands of people that are interested in learning, you know, and hopefully a little bit of entertainment along the way too.
0: Awesome. So let's get Absolutely. into let's get into the first question. So this is if you want to ask us questions by the way, go to Instagram at mindpump or you can find us
2: on Facebook. Uh, at what is it? Mind pump Mind, radio. Yeah. Mind pump Radio. or uh, whatever. Mindpump pump m- slash facebook.com. Facebook. Okay. So yeah, you just or find Facebook. us, find us on Facebook. <laughs> Jesus bro. You don't even know <laughs> how to <Facebook>. find us. <laughs> well, no Comments no
1: commenting on that. Dude. <laughs> well, dude, I
2: here, here's what happens. Okay, <laughs> So what I do is I spend all my time on the Instagram and then once I hit a post, I push it out to these other networks. I don't have time to I fucking know. individualize I same, that shit. I do the same thing. So I'm everybody else, you, you know, if I haven't got back to you on Facebook and Twitter, you Go know. Go to Instagram. I will do my best. Go <laughs> okay. to Instagram. Yeah.
0: All right. So here's the first question. This is from um, Farisal Wahedi. So that's spelled uh, F-A-R-I-S-A-L-W-A-H-E-D-I. Okay. His question is, is it possible to only utilize high intensity training or HIT cardio, basically H-I-I-T, to get lean?
1: So what are the... Pro- well, the High-intensity interval training. No, High-intensity interval no, training. No, no. To She's get asking if it's you have to.
0: Is it possible to only do that and get lean? It's so oh. like don't do any other types of cardio. Don't Sure, do, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. mean, ultimately it's about... I mean, you can do no cardio and get lean. Exactly. There's got to be a preference thing there too, right? I, I think so. And it, I think there's some pros and cons to that kind of cardio mm. because of the intensity level. The pros are, um, because of the intensity, you do them shorter, and if you do them not super frequently, you're going to burn more body fat than if you do steady-state, you know, low-intensity cardio. This has actually been proven. Mm-hmm. However, the drawback, I would say, is the, again, what makes it good is also potentially its drawback, is the intensity. And it does require more re- recovery uh, uh, capabilities or more resources from your body to recover from a 15-minute Hardcore interval type cardio than it would be from 30 minutes on the just elliptical or walking on the well, treadmill. Write, but from
2: a time, you know, efficiency perspective, like let's look at somebody that's like really hard up for time. To that's, get, a good, that's a really good point. You know, like I see that only because, so obviously where we live again, I'm going to bring up the fact that everybody is insanely busy mm-hmm. and they have only X amount of time to a lot to any sort of physical movement if I'm only going to get like X amount of time with somebody you know I might want to approach it from that perspective if say their joints would allow me to do so and they don't have too many imbalances that are going to get in the way of that Mm -hmm. however it's not for everybody because of that and that's not something that I'm going to recommend to anybody starting out that has any sort of you know joint issues or past injuries or anything like that because the more intensity you're going to place and infuse on your joints, the, you know, the more problems potentially you're going to encounter. Well, well what,
1: what kind of cardio do you guys do? Well, I think, okay, so I'll tell you, uh, and also piggybacking off with Justin, I think what you said with preference is is one of the biggest keys. Obviously, uh, you know, like you said, for injuries and postural deviations and going after that uh, starting client, beginner. But if we're talking to someone who's pretty advanced and understands what that is, because mm-hmm. a, a beginner probably doesn't even understand what that is. So I'm sure the question's coming from somebody who's a little more advanced. I actually utilize all of it. Mm -hmm. I do low-intensity cardio, I do high-intensity cardio, I do interval training, I do steady state, I do fasted cardio. I utilize every You're single the
2: variety king.
1: Well, and but the way I do that is, I mean, of course when I'm starting to get up for a show, I kind of try I try and be strategic about it about uh, how many times per week of each and kind of mathematically figuring out how much I'm burning, right? But when I'm just kind of going about my day, it's uh, it's more like that. It's based off of what I ate and consumed that day, what I need to do. Like let's say for example, I overconsumed. I got all my macronutrients and some, and I know, or I know I'm going to be. That might be a day that I'm really trying to ramp up my calorie expenditure that day. So I'm going to do some high intensity for a longer duration than I normally would. Let's say I'm right in dialed in with my nutrition and everything's perfectly fine. I might not do any cardio whatsoever because I'm already in it. I'm already carrying myself in a deficit. I already lifted weights that day. Like my body is gonna be I'm gonna be cutting no matter what. I know that for for a fact. So right.
0: you know what we didn't do actually? Because I'm pretty sure there's some uh some listeners that might not know the difference between Steady state cardio and, and the interval training. So I think okay. oh, let me break it down real yeah, quick. Let's so break it down. just very basic, uh, black and white. Uh, steady state low intensity cardio is your traditional cardio. You get on the elliptical, you go for thirty minutes at a lower, re- relatively low intensity. So you can you can talk to your friend. You're breathing a little bit, but you're not going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, your interval type cardio is shorter. So you're not going to do thirty minutes. It's going to be anywhere between ten to let's say fifteen minutes, and you do. These bouts of high-intensity sprints, if you will, with uh, gaps in between where you're letting your heart rate drop. So, if I were
2: doing, let's say... So it's like a 30-10 or... Uh, we're talking about hit with that. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So, so, let's say I'm on elliptical. I'll turn the intensity way up and just go for it for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do 30 seconds or a minute slow. Let my heart rate drop back down and then repeat it again. And I'll do it for sets. I'll do it for five, six, seven sets. That's the high intensity type cardio.
2: That's, yeah, that's the model.
0: Now, for me personally, first of all, you don't need to do any cardio to get lean. That's you can just do it with diet, but for me personally, I do incorporate both a little bit, but I enjoy the steady state. I really do. I know it takes more time and people are probably thinking I'm crazy because cardio sucks, and it does if you're just doing cardio. No, I,
1: steady state's my favorite. Is it See, I yeah, See this is what I me.
0: This is what I do when I do steady state. High I, intensity, I right? read, yeah. I think, I meditate. Um, you know I'm, I'm in my I get in my zone I put my music on you listen to Mind Pump because you're narcissistic like I that. listen to Mind Pump <laughs> <laughs> I fast forward when everybody else talks only when I
1: yeah <laughs> oh it's just this is Justin's park. Uh, yeah, <laughs> luckily there's not much fast forwarding about. yeah fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh
2: I love myself <laughs> fuck
1: I don't right. sound like that. So now, now that we've no, broken don't. down all the uh, the cardio, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you guys just because you, maybe you don't utilize it the same way, but I, I would think you would agree with me when it comes down to that. If you are somebody who is that detailed, where you're trying to, to look at um, op, most optimal cardio, you should be well, doing it. Should really start to play a role in what day to day what's going on with his, Yeah,
2: and let me interject
1: just because if you're getting like in competitive type yeah, shape, and, and you need to be competitive to is
2: account. is kind of a different subject. Like, so if if you're talking about cardio and conditioning, so my world. Is strength and conditioning so
0: athletic? This is you're talking yeah, about athletic performance. We're talking
2: about athletic performance. It's a totally different uh, a way to approach it because you are going to experience high intensity bouts within your athletic event. So, you know, to emulate that, you're going to want to absolutely, you know, incorporate that into your into your training. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for me, I like to make sure that I still keep that a part of my program in order for me to say I'm going to go do a pickup game of basketball. And I have been doing that on, on a more frequent basis. So, you know, for me to do that, I need to I need to ramp it up. You know, I need to do that and and be efficient in it um, to where, like you know, conditioning wise, I'm going to get acclimated to that. But uh, you know, I want to I want to make sure that I'm not overdoing it too. So then, I I when I perform, I perform. Yeah. You know, at my greatest ability. So. That's why I like the hit workouts because I can do it, you know, efficiently and in a short bout of time. And you got to do them short. You don't want to do that. You get acclimated to high intensity, right?
0: And and anyway, and one more thing I'd like to decipher between the two of them, or, or, uh, you know, the difference between the two of them: the high intensity interval type training, um, it's gonna it's gonna wear down your resource, your recovery a little bit, whereas the steady state, uh, slow stuff is recuperative. So if you're feeling burnt out, tired. You right. just had a hard workout the day before with weights or whatever, and you're feeling like, man, I'm I'm kind of tired today. Going for a stroll outside, yeah, move at a moderate pace, is going to be recu- recuperative. Getting on a treadmill and doing you know 30 second sprints is going to take away from your recovery. That's
1: such a great point because there, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we don't even have studies on yet, which goes. Uh, Justin and I have talked about this topic before. Is uh, understanding uh, what was it the the new the new heart rate by training your senior heart rate oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. you know like we don't we don't even know like how much you're affected by that too you know what i'm saying you don't know if that's hrv really,
2: yeah yeah so hrv is something that um what some does people that, have asked me for so,
1: Heart
0: rate variability,
2: yeah, variability. Like okay. So it's basically, yeah, it's the
1: very cutting edge, and new way of, of training athletes. And yeah, it, it's
2: been around. The Russians uh, sort of adopt, like, uh, figured this out. But anyway, it's it's definitely an emerging science that um, you know athletes are starting to understand more because there really is no like efficient way to determine and quantify rest. So this is one way that you can actually determine how much stress you're placing on, you know, your heart. And uh, just by um, figuring out these variabilities in between uh, sessions of high intensity Um, and so you're actually going to be able to get a number there to Mm. uh, uh, refer to so anyway it's very interesting to me and this is something that like we've talked about blood occlusion training and you know the emergence yeah so that's something that like I feel like on my end I'm researching and I'm currently like heavy in the research of it right now but uh, alongside you know that other uh the blood occlusion and stuff like that like these are the kind of things that interest us and, and we're going to want to make that available to you guys at some point
1: oh yeah awesome. absolutely and I, I think that's a it's just a great point and you know justin you were uh you did it pretty pretty smart so to kind of dumb it down a little bit as far as what he what he's saying is there's there's studies that are coming out now that are just just now with this type of training that we're getting our hands on it and seeing the benefits of it if you go and bust your ass uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in a row, uh, you know your body may not be as efficient come Friday. You may and you may push yourself to that workout, but if you're looking for optimal either performance or aesthetic change, uh, you may not be maximizing it, and you may mm-hmm. be far and, and to a point where you may even be far better off taking the day off completely and resting and not pushing your body, and then coming in another day. So,
0: well, this is uh, for now because this is kind of new science, and the way they measure the heart rate variability is with these. Uh, you know, these methods EKGs that'll record. Yeah. That's what they used to do. Exactly. Yeah. So they're actually recording your heart rate because right now what we've depended on and what we've depended on in the past is your, how you feel, mm-hmm. which is very subjective. Yeah. You know, cause I can't tell you how many times, and I'm pretty sure some of our, our pump head listeners are, 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 can relate to this, but we're so hardcore that I can literally convince myself that I feel great and go hammer myself in the jam. Oh
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's taken me a long time to, to really read my own body. Now you're trying to train a bunch of athletes uh, and you're a coach, um, you know, it's all subjective. You know, how do you feel today? Oh, I feel good, coach. Now you've got a method of measuring this variability in the heart rate and you can see, look. And
2: even subjective things, like say it's nutrition or say it's, you know, like lack of sleep or say, you know, it's, it's how you're feeling in stress this is actually something that's cool about HRV is because that's going to affect your heart. Mm-hmm. And so now we can actually measure that. So all these like subjective sort of, uh, outside influences, um, that like we would prod, uh, athletes and everything to kind of tell us like, how are you feeling? Like what's going on? Like we can actually like see, okay, like, well you, you were obviously in a higher state of stress on this day and you know, maybe we need to back
1: off, mm-hmm you know, today and all awesome. that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah I, cool. I know
0: we went off on a tangent, but I'm, I think, yeah. I think they love this kind of shit. I know we love talking. No, about it, not so. a tangent at all. I think yeah. it's,
1: I, I think there's more to talk about it, even with the cardio. I
0: oh mean, no, this will be a, this will be a whole episode. I think when this really starts to come out and be utilized properly, I think we'll be, well, I, I, I can promise uh, the listeners will be on the cutting edge of it. So. Definitely.
1: Yeah. There's so, there's so much. Wow. Are right, you
0: guys mind if I go on the next question here? Do it. All right. So next question, this is from uh Cassidy H six two six and uh let me see is it a guy or a girl it's a, it's a it's a young lady and um cassidy's question is great i just lost it here it is t nation so testosterone nation this is a, a publication uh social media publication which by the way which has great articles oh right? she
1: commented she's commenting on t nation no she's
0: commenting about them right and and I love. Uh, actually, it's probably one of the best. Um, it's probably the most.
1: It's the most shared between the three of us for sure. It's the most scientific. <laughs> it's
0: they don't. There's not. There's no bro science bullshit. I mean, I've seen some things I disagree with, but it's it's pretty good. Anyway, the question is um, that they posted an article about losing fat while building muscle. Um, in other words, I think she's she's asking like, is that possible? Because oh, yeah. then the, the last thing she put was, I thought that that wasn't a thing. Oh yeah, that you couldn't build while burning body fat. Yes, so, you can. Mm-hmm. You can
1: do it, and I'll give you an Just example. Just really, really fucking hard. It's hard.
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> it's, that's like it's, your, your, your zone. That's like the one like little I feel zone. like it's
1: taken most my life to figure that out for myself. Yeah. To be able to do that, it, you have to be in... I think that's why too you see so much against it being like you know uh, and even as trainers I believe we're I don't know about you guys I know how I train I typically focus on one or the other and keep your client focused in that area of not to be too concerned if we are trying to rebuild your metabolism I'm trying to build some muscle in your body and stuff like that if we put a pound or two of fat on along the way I'm not that concerned because the as long as the ratio stays good that I'm building more muscle than fat just because it's hard to be that precise you know mm-hmm. I'm, it's hard to be that precise with yourself much less with another person so I think that's where a lot of trainers. A a lot of coaches, a lot of people come from that direction. Is just to focus on one or the other. Just build muscle. Just burn fat, because you just have to be. uh You got to be dialed in. Yeah, You're well, very dialed well, in. You got to be feeding the body what it needs to build, but yet staying in, you know, a deficit at, well, at some point. I, I think uh,
0: before all that, step one is you have to, and I use this term all the time. You have to make your body prioritize building muscle. It has to be in an anabolic zone. It has to be anabolic. Right. When your body's anabolic. Um, a funny thing happens when you eat food. You get something called calorie repartitioning. So calories, th- things that you eat, go to re- to repairing and building muscle, and your body will burn its own body fat uh, for energy. And this happens all the time. I've seen, I see. Look, this happens with beginners, right? When you guys get a first get a beginner, they all lose body fat and build muscle, especially if they're doing what you tell them right off the bat. Yeah, right? Yeah. right. As you become more advanced, it gets a little bit more difficult. Um, But, for example, anabolic steroids, they do that. You give anabolic steroids to someone uh, and their body will automatically repartition. And, of course, that's an artificial way of doing it. But if you're exercising with resistance properly and you're eating healthy, burning body fat and building muscle is not hard. In fact, I have a gentleman that um, is doing my my program, my MAPS anabolic program, and he's posting these before and afters. And he's talking about how he's lost three inches off his waist and he's getting stronger. And you look at pictures of him and he's obviously – Burning body fat while he's building muscle.
2: Well, what's interesting is because, like, the focus there, I know, with your program, it's very much, like, on the fact that you're triggering that anabolic response. It's like this signal that you're, you know... you're basically adapting to, or, or like finding within your body. So
1: yeah, and so it, it, you know, let's you, let's be clear though The hard and hard and what you mean by it's not hard, it's not hard, as in the fact that if you f- stick to it and you do it,
0: right. Well, the, the, you're right. The, you're The, right.
1: the hard, the, it is. It's uh, it's
0: not complex. It's yeah. not the super complex. Yeah, the, formula.
1: exactly. There's not like this crazy. Exactly. It's not. Right. But the discipline it takes course, to, to yeah. do that is that's where the, Great the, sm- point. the yeah. small percentile. Because even like your program uh, Unreal, the, the, everything that you do is pr- ideal. But someone has to. It's very to f- logical, though. Yes, yeah, it, exactly. It's, it's a very logical, simple. A, makes it Makes a lot yeah. of sense. It's like
2: it's frequent yeah. stimulation, but like you know, low intensity. But it's it's you know, it's always keeping that signal alive. Right? Yeah, it, it's it's beautiful, but yeah. you got to do it.
1: You can't do it. You can't like kind of do it, you know, yeah. or like half and no. throw off your nutrition, but yet yeah, do all the stuff. So, I mean, it takes it takes it all, and that's what the people that I think people have to understand is that. You know, every, everyone sees these people on social media platforms and famous people and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I want to look like this." But the work that it takes to look like that is yeah. is, is crazy. You yeah, know, I, you have I, to do I think
0: I think another key too with the uh, you know burning body fat and building muscle is um, you have to monitor yourself um, objectively uh, on a regular basis because it's yeah. easy to tip into. Now I'm not losing body fat. I'm just building muscle. Or I'm losing too much and I'm burning muscle. Exactly. Well,
2: wouldn't you say that, like, you you really have to dial down, like, everything you're doing as far as, like, uh, Like like process. Like, yeah, daily and then weekly, just about, like, to get... To make sure that, like you know, those days that you're not gonna have this type of movement, you're not gonna, you know, you're gonna be prone to more going out to eat on those days, and all these things they they're gonna contribute and they're gonna take away from results that you want to see right away. Well, one and thing
0: they- one thing that I do with myself, and this is this is just this is my own thing. I don't I don't I mean I bet I can find some studies to support it, but this is just my own thing. If I'm trying to gain a little bit now, uh, keep in mind I'm advanced, so I'm not the beginner who's gonna respond a certain way. But what I'll do is I'll I'll quote unquote bulk, and now I hate using that term because I don't do the typical bulk where I eat a bunch of shit and just get fat. But I'll increase my calories. I'll watch myself in the mirror. I'll watch my performance, and when I start to get a little soft, I'll pull back. Yeah. And I do this back and forth thing mm-hmm. on a you know weekly or you know almost on a weekly basis or maybe two, every two weeks. So I'll gain a little bit and I'll pull it back a little bit. I'll gain a little bit and I'll pull back in the, and it, as a result, what happens is I gain muscle and many times while I burn body fat. Now,
1: well, let's can we point out too how uh, it strategic smart and important that fact is that you just brought up that that is far superior than somebody sticking to like, oh, I'm just going to bulk. And like, this is all, it's like winter season, right? Oh, dirty So, bulk. For, so yeah. if, well, even if it's a like dirty, yeah. just just in general, even if you're a clean bulker. So I'm talking to you too. I'm not just talking to somebody who throws a bunch of shit in there, but even a clean bulk. But they're always in a surplus. Yes, but thing. you're living in a surplus for three months, four months of trying to, trying to build, trying to build like that. Um, your body soon gets adapted to even that so what Sal's talking about where and I, this is how I run like mm-hmm. it, my bulks aren't like long extended period of times so maybe I'll bu- be bulking for three four weeks and then I'll lean out a little bit again re- kind of reset my body then boom come back again to go back to the bulk and I'm constantly doing that almost like you're uh, you know slowly manipulating that all the way along even if it's your entire your plan is over the next six months I want to bulk mm-hmm. I still throw cutting and fasting and things like that in right. into my bulk which people always think that's crazy it's like wait a second your bulk And you're fasting, I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. Well, it's
2: very it almost sounds very similar to your training. Yes. You know, your nutrition. Yeah. It follows that sort of intermittent like speed as far as like intensity here, you know, back off. Intensity here, back off.
1: And it's and and it's taken all these years for me, or I shouldn't say all these years, it's taken me to get into the the competing life to want to take my body to the next level to really understand my own body to to that crazy science where I told you guys before. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I consume a thousand more calories than I do on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and it's crazy that people. When I tell someone like that, they're like just baffled by that. It doesn't make sense to them. But Tuesdays and Thursdays, I am up by. You got legs, and oh, you're you're up all day moving. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm up by three forty five in the morning, and I don't shut down till what I shut down on every other same normal day at ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So you're you're talking about just. From me being up and about, mind you, I'm also working. So I'm like very, I'm, I'm burning an extra thousand to 1500 on those days than I am any other day. Mm-hmm. So my nutrition reflects that. So does my training. We talked about cardio, uh, earlier in the Q and a, uh, my cardio reflects that. Why would I go get on some piece of cardio equipment when I'm already burning 5,000 calories that day right. and I'm on my dial. So,
0: so have you guys ever worn uh you guys familiar with the body bug? It was made by, yeah, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. I was Come one of on the first see. guys to wear it. So it tells you how many calories you're burning. Yeah. So here's, so this is. This is interesting. Let's talk about
2: basis watch. Let's talk about. So
0: so I would have clients that would wear these things, right? Yeah. And on the days that they worked, they would come in and work out. So Monday, you know, let's say Monday I train them for an hour. Plus they do, let's say, twenty minutes of cardio and then they work and their jobs were desk jobs in front of a computer. Mm-hmm. Then on the weekend, yeah, it, no workouts. It, 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 but burn, burn but they're going to the much. mall, they're going to you know cleaning house, dude. and they're burning way more calories on those days. Yes. Right. And so I think that touches on what you're talking about, right? It's mm-hmm. it's look at the total activity. Um, dude, just
2: because you worked dude, out the activity honestly is always gonna uh, surpass like your workout schedule, especially from a burning fat. If, if and you're ever going to want to exactly weight you, like that more than even just else. losing weight in general. Like honestly, one of the most powerful things you can do just to focus on losing weight is to be more active. So check
1: this out. So you, you, you talk, consistently Sal talked about steady state Don't cardio, this, that. So how I utilize I'll utilize low intensity cardio where I just know it's a, it's Friday. So today would be a day I would do this. Uh, it's a day where my one day a week I kind of get to sleep in Uh, I normally don't schedule a lot of things where I'm out I I don't work at OTF like so then what I do is I'll just I have a treadmill in my house and when I'm like maybe I'm doing mind pump social media stuff I'll just get on it and walk just yeah, literally, that's it. walk yeah, that's and perfect. just keep moving. And perfect. I'll do that for an hour two hours. I'll oh, be, dude, and, it's and a slow, habitual things. At a slow yeah. speed. It doesn't yeah. even have... I mean, I'm, you could literally walk, could walk and write. I'm walking so slow, but I'm just walking and not stopping moving because I'm trying to make up for what I normally would be walking around and moving around on a Tuesday, Thursday, other day. So right. that's how I utilize all different types of the cardio. So, I mean, and then you made a point with the, the body bug and stuff. I used to teach my clients the exact same way is understanding that you get so caught up in this me pushing your ass in this workout and that's where you think is what's going to help you reduce this body fat or not but look at your days look how different like you're actually yeah more, you don't do shit you know, all the time it's a, inconsistent yeah it's very very inconsistent as far as you losing body fat your saturday when i don't even see you is more uh, is more beneficial yeah, than, than you, me seeing me and then you, you know how much your of a, ass for an hour. you know
0: how much of a difference it would uh, it would make if at lunchtime at work if you work at a desk every day at lunchtime you do a 15-minute walk. Oh, yeah. Every single day. By the end of the year, I guarantee and you change nothing else. By the end of the year, I guarantee you, you'll get you'll you'll lose a considerable amount of body fat yeah, just from so doing that. Little yeah. little little, little hacks. Like a, like we call
1: a, those life hacks. You well, got. I, I've taught Katrina things this way of thinking now, too, that we've been together for so long. And now she's like, she gets that and she knows like on a day where Uh, She knows she'd be in meetings all day long with that. She'll like take the stairs and she'll do things that little
0: things like that. That makes a
1: huge difference when you're just aware. You're aware of your daily movements and activity in comparison to other days. Mm -hmm. It's not always all about the working out and always all about just nutrition. It's about learning to be more active. And I tell you, everything that continues to come out is working against us. All this great technology that we all love and it's got all kinds of great benefits when it comes to getting fit and staying in shape. So it's actually fucking killing us. Mm -hmm. So it's just learning to be more active.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Doug, how are we doing on time? 20, 25. 25? Let's, oh, we, we, got got another, we got time. time. Let's, yeah, let's, let's rock this. this out. So uh, here's another good question. This is from um, idan underscore m07. So idan underscore m07. The question is, why do you need to cut carbs from your diet in order to lose fat? How does carbs affect that process? So before we answer the question, I'd like to correct the question. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the beginning of the question is, why do you need to cut carbs from your diet in order to lose fat. That's not true. And you don't, no. You don't need to cut carbs from your diet. And
2: essentially, carbs are what, are giving you that glucose for your brain to function properly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you don't, you don't you, have to vital. cut. It's
0: vital. You don't have to cut carbs, ultimately. And, of course, we can get into, we can get into the details and break things down. And, yes, I do understand that a calorie is not exactly a calorie is a calorie. What they used to say back in the day, right? Calorie is a calorie. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're, if your total caloric intake is lower than what you're burning, you're going to lose weight, and if you're exercising properly, and if the food is healthy, then it's probably going to be body fat. So... That's this one right here.
1: Yeah. Which one this one right here. Yeah. So um, it sounds like he's like interested in like this, this to me, sounds like my wheelhouse probably cause he's a want- inspiring competitor somebody who wants to get into fitness like, Maybe. and, and yeah. all, all coaches coach this way. All the they do are. is say that's cut all carbs. Yes. Right, carbs, right away. Carbs, carb cycling. That is like the, every bodybuilder, every I probably not, I shouldn't say every 98% of all competitors. This is their, their theory well, way of doing things. Well, let's get into that.
0: Why then if that, if you don't have to cut carbs, cause now I'm sure he's probably thinking, well, then why does everybody
1: why do or I always hear preach yeah. it and
0: so what are the benefits of cutting carbs to get lean? What happens? Well,
1: there's lots of benefits to yeah. it for sure. So that's that's the reason obviously why it's it's around and people doing it. It's not like all these people are idiots. Like these yeah. people, I utilize carb cycling, I utilize reducing mm-hmm. my carbohydrates too, but it's the last thing I want to do.
2: Mm-hmm. I want
1: to I want to keep my carbohydrates as high as I possibly can while still losing body fat. Um, because just in a adjust- rational way though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, obviously, I'm not gonna. be... It would be if it was irrational. Twenty
0: five hundred calories of pasta all day, and then have, you know.
1: Yeah. No. 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 Well, <laughs> I, mean, I would. I, mean, I would. I, would I wouldn't lose body fat. I've done that. Obviously, before. if I was yeah. eating, if I was eating an irrational number of carbohydrates, then I, I you would get fat. Yeah, bottom line, yeah. you know. So that's yeah. and there's the benefit of keeping them low. So by staying away from being way too high. But here's the thing, like Justin said, I mean, your brain functions on that. I mean, that's primarily all your brain utilizes to function. So to yeah. cut it off. Uh, is is silly in itself? There's so many beneficial things that are found, uh, micro and macronutrient wise, in carbohydrates too for your body. That by taking it away, it's never anybody who takes anything away from the diet is not completely, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely out of that. You never want to do that. That's and I think that's why this uh, this drives me so crazy and why I even got into coaching. I had no desire to get in coaching athletes. Until I did it and I realized how these fucking coaches coach and it drives me crazy when I see it because they they're uh, they're fucking up so many athletes metabolisms by Mm -hmm. following right in this trend of you know you do all this carb cutting and it gets to a point where your athlete isn't showing enough results fast enough for you your next result is to give them no carbs take out fruit, take out everything out of his diet. He's eating no carbs for, I know athletes that 30, 60 days, no fucking carbohydrates, yeah. no fruit, no thing. Like, well, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. Well, Strip all your micronutrients
2: well, and fiber and everything out of
1: your yes, diet.
0: It's, well, it, to be, yes, and to be fair, um, with carbohydrates, you know, when you reduce them, first of all, carbohydrates do tend to stimulate appetite. So when you cut carbs and you replace them with, say, fats and proteins, your, your appetite tends to drop. This is one, this is probably the, the primary reason why lower carb diets are more successful is because of that satiety effect. Hmm. When you eat more fats, you'll full longer. Satiate, yeah. It'll satiate. That's probably the number one thing. Number two, um, carbohydrates are a preferred source of energy, and if you're not burning that many calories, um, then carbohydrates can be more readily stored as body fat mm-hmm. than say proteins or fats. So if you're if you lift weights three days a week and that's all you do. You don't need a lot of carbs now if you're an endurance athlete you know you'd be hard pressed to find like a marathon runner or a triathlete who doesn't need a lot of carbs. well yeah
1: no, that's a no-brainer but yeah. for this i'm looking at the kid's picture and some of that he looks like he's more cosmetic yeah. uh, thinking and asking a question and here's a, here's a thing with uh depleting the carbohydrates and why it's also successful is you're talking you're messing with your blood sugar levels and insulin and by doing that by keeping them low like that yeah, or if we were to do the reverse, if you were to eat a ton of carbohydrates, like a bunch, like you said before, a ton of pasta, like that, what happens is it elevates your blood sugar levels, then insulin's released from the pancreas, and now your body is in a state that it's primed for storing. It's not burning; you're not shredding.
2: Mm-hmm. Where
1: if you're flatlined with no carbohydrates in there, you're pretty much in. A, as long as you're mm-hmm. keeping your, if your calories are in a deficit and you have no carbohydrates in your system, you're pretty much catabolic. You know, yeah. non nonstop around the clock. And the what would change that is by slamming 400 grams of carbohydrates, and you're no longer catabolic.
0: Well, what when I want to touch on with the carbs is um, the big mistake that I see people do. So carb- so you have your proteins, fats, and carbs. Those are the macronutrients. To, only two of those are essential to be alive, fats mm. and proteins. Mm-hmm. You don't need carbohydrates to live. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't eat them. It just means it's not essential for survival. So when people cut their carbs, and, and, and in terms of energy, the kind of energy that your body uses, carbohydrates are a preferred source of energy. Fats are second place. And your body turns fats into what are called ketones, which then it uses uh, uh, for energy. So your body's either going to use glycogen from carbohydrates or ketones from fat. Well, Mm -hmm. here's the mistake people make is they drop their carbs, but they don't increase their fats. So now they've just got a high protein, lower moderate level of fat and and lower no carbs. And so what your body does is it takes protein and through a, a kind of a nasty process, it turns it into glycogen. Hmm. And it turns it into what the carbs would be, and so you kind of miss the whole, uh, the whole goal of going low carb, which would which should be if you're going really low carb, your goal should be to be into ketosis, right. because ketones are a source of energy. Your brain will run
1: on them. Your body will function on them.
2: You're teaching your body to run off of fats more. Right. F- yeah. Right. frequently. So right. you and and would have to And it's also reason why that
1: that diet's so famous too right now. Right. You know, it's one of the most popular diets that are out right now, the the ketone diet or whatever it's called. I don't know what they named it. Ketogenic diet. Yeah. Ketogenic. Yeah, I don't know what
2: Well, it, that, that I mean, that's pretty extreme. The, the actual ketogenic diet
0: is pretty extreme it is. Yeah. Uh, the the real the real reason why by the way, a ketogenic diet was invented, a lot of people don't know this, was initially it was invented for epileptics. Mm-hmm. So you know back in the day there was no med- medication for people who had epilepsy and they found that when a person's body runs off of ketones instead of glycogen for some for some people with epilepsy it com- it controlled their their seizures it controlled their symptoms mm. so that's how the ketogenic diet was invented and the original ketogenic diet was not this bodybuilder style high protein variety it was actually a no carbohydrate low protein very high fat diet Because, again, too much protein will kick you out of ketosis, even if you have no carbs. So if your goal is to go into ketosis, um, then then you got to watch eating the the shitload of protein.
1: What you just said is a very good point right there because I know a lot of competitors also that they think that they are by depleting all their carbohydrates, but then their protein levels are at 400 grams or something ridiculous like so.
0: And that will kick you right out of it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So um, as far as uh, athletic performance is concerned, uh, it's pretty conclusive. Study after study after study will show that you are going to perform better if you consume carbohydrates. Yes. In particular, long-chain starchy, you know, carbohydrates, which are basically glucose molecules, uh, uh, you know, long chains of glucose molecules. So things like rice and potato are going to give you more stamina, more energy, um, for your athletic events. So if you're an athlete and you're competing in a sport. Um, and you go low carb you're 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 stupid it's not that's not a good idea you're going to perform better if you have carbs yeah. so well
1: what what do you think about the fact that it, it you're also by in, introducing more carbs at, at, a, at a rate slow rate and this is kind of how i approach like my bulk it's you know I, I find one point after i come out of a cut that okay i'm going to start at you know 300 grams of carbohydrates per day and my goal is really to continue to increase my carbo, carbohydrate intake slowly over time Without getting like you said, I'm kind of checking Mm -hmm. my weight and my softness in the mirror. Like, okay, I've gone too far, but what I'll and then I'll come back the other way and cut for a little bit and then flip it back, flick it back again. But ultimately, I'm trying to train my body to be more efficient on utilizing carbohydrates, so it kickstarts my keeps my metabolism up. Where if you run low carb, unless you are really kicking up the fats or Mm like that, a lot of people will get their their calorie maintenance level will start to reduce. You'll slow your metabolism down. And, and the flip is true is if I'm continually trying to pr- uh, press my carbohydrate intake slowly and moderately it, well, as I'm building muscle and building my metabolism, hopefully I get to a point where, you know, and I've been here where I'm burning 4,500 calories a day in my body's natural metabolism. And I've also been on the flip where I, because I've been cutting for so long for a show that now my, my calorie maintenance level is down to like 15, well, I wouldn't say 1,500, probably about like 2, 2,000. 000, yeah. yeah, about 2,000 is about as low as I've probably ever seen my body get down to. So Awesome.
0: Wow, we're dropping some knowledge. I love it. All right, we, we have time. Uh, Doug's signaling. We have time for one more question. One more. So now, this is a real question. I swear to God, go to at Mind Pump on Instagram. You'll see this, so I'm not making this shit up. Who said it? You know? This is from Physique Beast. <laughs> he starts off by saying Mr. Owl. I don't know why he says that. Mr. Owl. This is a commercial. the commercial. Yeah, the commercial, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know why, but why would he put it How here? How many licks does it take to get it to the so, That's yeah. right. So, mi- a so Mr. Owl, does growth hormone give you a bigger penis?
1: Absolutely.